Welcome to the podcast of Am I a Mother? My name is Anna, and in today's episode, I am talking to Aline Karstens, a beautiful woman that I have known for about more or less 10 years. We had a beautiful conversation through a Zoom call the other day, and we are talking about eating disorders. We are talking about abortion, the choice, how you make a choice like that, how to communicate about it, how to ask for help, whom to talk to, and then finally about how you give yourself time to make an important choice like that without feeling you're stuck in doubt. I would love to invite you on this journey with us and introduce you to Elina. We met around 10 years ago in Utrecht in the dance school where we both worked as a teacher and I still work there and Elina is still there sometimes I think she's nodding so yes it, she is. I find this woman such an inspiration inspiring and amazing woman because she really is one of the most kind-hearted people I know that mm. that it's just there's this vibe around her that that's so attracting so yeah I love that about her she does a lot of things that are good for others and by that she's of, of course also taking care of herself but it's really showing that she has a very big heart and wants to do things that are good for the world at least that's how I see her. I also know her from a period in her life that she was single for some time. <laughs> and this is something that she doesn't know about me, but I saw her as an inspiration about, you know, this single life and me with my own struggle about being single and looking around me, what amazing woman, women I had around me who were also single and feeling, or at least sort of telling myself that I didn't fail. I wasn't the one who was like, uh, there was something wrong with me because there were so many other inspiring women who were also single. And then there was a beautiful day that she met her. Uh, you're not, you, you guys aren't married yet, are you? No, energetically married, but energetically not really married. married. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so her <laughs> partner in life. Um, and from that, the story continued, but that's much nicer when she tells it to you herself. Elina contacted me with the with yeah with the wish with the desire to talk about the subject of motherhood and how she is experiencing it and she has a beautiful story and I'm so looking forward to sharing it with you and to talk to her about it so let's go Elina welcome oh. in the show <laughs> oh, you already have tears in my eyes you oh really <laughs> <laughs> are, are those postpartum tears also very emotional but yeah but so beautiful to hear also to um i think right now i'm also better in receiving these kind words because in the past people could tell me things or say beautiful things about me and i was always like laughing like oh that's so nice of you and now i can really feel it in my heart like oh, wow this is about me this so this is thank you for this gift because i really feel i can receive your words i am happy to hear that mm. So who are you, Elina, apart from being emotional in this, in this phase in your life? Who are you? <laughs> the people who are listening, what, what should they know about you? Yeah. Um, well, I think, oh, you had such a beautiful introduction. What can I, can I add to that? Well, I think, um, yeah, I wish people to see me, see me how you describe me. 
so I, I really feel that I, I'm bringing light also. That is, that's something I've heard a lot in my life. But I also really feel like, yeah, I want to bring light wherever I, I go, wherever I come. And dance is such a big part of my life. So I think dance is also my medicine. Uh, during for, When I was a, a teenager, I had an eating disorder. Dance was actually the, the one thing that, that kept me uh, surviving and yeah kept me going in this life and really kept me happy and and shining and also brought me at the dance school where we met um which is also a very big part of my life how it is now today this was such a beautiful home for me such a beautiful place where I could really develop myself so for me dance is actually my biggest the biggest love of my life I think dance and oh. me are actually oh that's interesting no that's interesting. oh yeah <laughs> is, is is Bob allowed to hear this? Your your partner? <laughs> he is. Yes, he oh, yes. Okay. He he knows dance come first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so how? Because yeah. of course we we share this love of dance. How how did it help you in this um period in your life when you if I if I am allowed to talk about it with your eating disorder? How how did it help you? Yeah. Well, actually, it was so special because when I was I think I was. 13, 14, when I had my, I had anorexia and um, the, what, what actually was a good thing is that I was very naive, naive at the time that I, I didn't know what an eating disorder was. I just felt very unhappy and I, I stopped eating. Um, and now in retrospect, I can really see where it came from and, and, and how it existed. But back then I was like, I, I just didn't want to eat. And my parents knew that something was wrong. Everyone around me knew, but I was just like, no, I'm fine. And that, yeah, I just shut everybody out. And then there was a point where I really know I was 14. Yeah, I remember I was 14 and I really knew that I had to talk to my parents and I had to tell them like, okay, um, it's not going very well with me. I need help. And they said, okay, let's call the hospital. Let's call healthcare. Um, and I thought, okay, yeah, let's do that. And maybe I'll get some pill and then um, I feel happy again. And I don't have to eat ever. I was very in that kind of teenage bubble space where I thought everything was fixed if they called the doctor and uh, yeah, they put me on pills or something. Mm -hmm. But of course I had to work. I had to gain weight and, and I had to go to a, psychologist and they told me that I, I had stopped dancing because it was it was too too dangerous for me to to keep moving and to to work out to do some workouts because I had such an uh, underweight so when I heard that when they told me you have to stop dancing because your health is in danger I immediately felt I need to get better because dancing is the only thing that still brought me joy at that time I was so unhappy with myself I felt so dark and so oh yeah so depressed and it was so beautiful that actually by taking that one thing away from me that gave me the light was actually the reason why I really knew okay I need to get better because I need to get then I need to dance again so I worked very hard and I remember the day that I was allowed I had the you have, you have to get some weight, some, some core weight um, before you, you can train and you can do some exercises again. And when they told me in the hospital, they were like, yeah, you're allowed to, to dance right now. And my mom said, okay, let's go. Let's go to, to the dance school. Let's, let's immediately, I, I we went to the dance school and I stepped into a class and I danced again. And it was like the, 
yeah, the big victory in my journey back to getting uh, better. Yeah. Who was your teacher in that one, that first class that you were allowed to take? I think it was Michael, Michael and Espetira. I was dancing at the yeah, our, our, our common, our common beautiful dance school. Yeah. And it was so special because it was exactly the time where my dance class, where my dance group was was uh, was having their class so I could easily get in and they were all very happy to see me because they already all knew that I was sick and um, oh yeah yeah beautiful beautiful moment and this is why I call dancers on my medicine because it really saved my life I think in so many ways and it's sometimes I forget that dancing is the one thing that always brings me back to that core place that happy place inside of me wow you also, thank you for sharing this story, first of all. You're welcome. You make a living out of dance as well, or do you yes. not do that anymore? Yes, no, definitely. Do you help others with this medicine as well, You're, or you spread this medicine? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm lucky that I got to develop my dance also as a, as a job. So this is actually all I have been doing since I got graduated from the Dance Academy. I've been teaching dance and doing projects with kids, actually little kids, but also adults, the seniors in life. I think I, I teach from four years old till 90 years old. And I still love that. It's it's actually really the thing also in motherhood when I'm sometimes feeling so insecure and I, and I teach dance again. I'm like, oh yeah, this is something I really can do. I feel very, very confident in that. Yeah, yeah. And what is beautiful, what you just shared in your own introduction of yourself is how you feel you are here to spread light. Is that something that I really recognize in you that the, the light that you spread indeed works for young kids to older people. And yeah. it's really, it's, that's not for everyone to be able to serve such a big age group like everyone. So that's also yeah. very special about you. Yeah. That's that's beautiful for you. Yeah, that's beautiful for me to hear because I also sometimes think like, what is it that I feel so confident with these people? But it's really because I I can connect so with this 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 light of dance and this this what dance gives me. And I I just without thinking, without overthinking, it's just something I share, and people get touched by that. I think this is actually what happens when I when I'm in front of a group of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in combination with how authentic you are in the way you spread your joy, for example. Yeah. So it would be so hard to not see your joy and therefore yeah. it would be so hard not to connect with you. So yeah, yeah, I can imagine for people who are maybe like turned inwards a bit more then maybe for these people, you could be a little bit too shiny, like the, like the light hurt, hurts their eyes. <laughs> yeah. The light that you spread. But for everyone else... I can imagine. But, and then still, it's inspiring if people yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's actually a nice way, nice way of putting it. Yeah. So you teach dance, but you do more things, right? Yeah. And maybe yeah, I, we are also going to the motherhood team as well, right? So that's, that's, I hope to invite you to go there. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Life is such a transformation. I think it's very normal that I'm not I'm not the same dance teacher as I was 10 years ago just as you are also a different person now than 10 years ago um, and my dance medicine is developing more dancing I use it way more in my female journey the journey as who I am as a woman so I really also 
dance now way more for myself, but also share it with women. So I'm, I'm now in, in this moment of my life, I'm doing more woman's work where I, I dance from the womb. And it's really about the healing from the womb and our female lineage. For me, it's got, it, it comes from the, the movement and from the womb and from the dance, because this is really my core thing. And actually, this started, this started when I met my beautiful love, Bob, when I met my partner. I actually met him at Touche also, which is actually beautiful. He was, yeah, he was there in a yoga class and I was there too. That's where we met in a yoga class at Touche. So this is actually beautiful that I met him in my home, in our home. Mm. <laughs> but he actually touched something in me that really made me search more from, yeah, to this, this, this womanhood, this woman part of me, who, who am I as a woman and what does it mean to be a woman? And can I, can I stand in my own power? Can I be the goddess I really desire to be? I really feel that I am. Um, and he actually... I'm getting goosebumps, by the way. So you're touching uh, something here. Yes. Yeah, because you are also a goddess. We're all goddesses, right? <laughs> Everyone who listens is probably a goddess or a god. And also the kings, they are also a goddess, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The goddess is in everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, what's so beautiful is that that actually a man helped me to 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 find this search inside of me. So, because he did a lot of traveling and he did a lot of he also did a lot of men's work and a lot of women's work. He did a lot of sacred um, spiritual work, and and it was so inspiring for me to hear that from from a man. And yeah, he could really see me in the light that I was, and he saw it maybe even more than I saw it. But he yeah, he could really uh, help me shine that light even more on me so yeah there started there started a journey for me where I am now like the medicine of dance for the womb from other women and I got pregnant within one year after meeting uh meeting Bob so also there started something in my own healing in my own womb which was so clearly needed to come and um that's when motherhood started for me mm -hmm. wow thank yeah. you so for sharing welcome And nowadays, you are the mother of how many children? How do you count? I am the mother of three children, but two are in this earthly realm. So I have birthed two sons. One, Ben, is now two years, almost three years. In June, he's three years. And three months ago, I birthed Sami, my other son. And in between those beautiful births, I also got pregnant once uh, of Sterre. I really feel she's my daughter. I really feel she's a, a girl. And funnily enough, my mom and my sister also felt the same thing. Um, but she... Um, well, sorry, I, can, uh, to pause you. They felt yeah. the same thing. What do you mean? That she's a girl or... Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so when I told them I was pregnant, they, they immediately they thought, she's a girl and I also felt that so we don't know for sure it's something that we did not know for sure but we really feel all three of us really felt like that which for me only makes the feeling even more real that both my my sister and my mom two women in my family uh, shared that that feeling wow so just for the for the ones who are listening you met your beautiful life partner who's the second choice after dance yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then you had two sons together And in between the moments that those little beautiful kings and goddesses of the future were born, you had another pregnancy. 
and you really feel that she this yeah like this little star was a was a like a, a female energy or a, would be a girl and you made an important choice and this is actually the reason why you connected with me to to share this story so this yeah. podcast is here for the real honest stories that sometimes in society are not so easily shared or they feel to be difficult topics difficult difficult topics and uh, I'm so curious no I'm not curious because I don't feel that's the right word but I'm so grateful for you first that you want to share your honest story and your raw story here with me and I'm so interested in hearing how this choice because you made an important choice how this was for you yeah so let's go to Stara your little star your girl star yeah what was the period like and what so we will go go to the choice yeah yeah I think we were um I think Ben our oldest son was nine months at the time when we became pregnant and when we we fall pregnant of Ben it was like immediately we were like we 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 knew that we were not safe having sex and we we got we got pregnant but it was still like oh my god he 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 was meant to be here and so motherhood actually came to me in a very short period i i did not have that time like uh, like some women clearly have like the yearning and the preconception phase and really like desiring and I, for me it was really it was just there which was magical in a way because i got to dive in raw directly and actually nine months when when ben was nine months we had some tough months with yeah little sleep and um a lot of challenging in 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 discovering ourselves as parents i got pregnant again of stara and and what was so tough about that time was that we didn't felt joy and when we got pregnant of ben we really felt so much joy and like it was so meant to be even though all the circumstances were not like it was not the right time. We didn't live together. I lived in a very tiny house. We were traveling. We were we had plans to travel, but we both felt yes, this baby needs to to be here. And I, when I got pregnant of Stera, we both felt so sad. And that was actually a feeling I found so hard to feel when I had this beautiful soul in my womb already. I'm like this 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 soul doesn't deserve this. That I that I feel like that. That was like a guilt feeling I, I had. So me and Bob, we were in this process where we, I think for two weeks, we every day we went from, yes, we're gonna do this. This is we're gonna rock this, we're gonna have another child in the world, we're gonna make it work, we are ready for this. And the next day we were like both, no, this is not possible. We cannot even I was still recovering, you know, my body was still recovering, I was still trying to get care of myself to take care of myself and I was like how can I get you know how can I carry another baby if I feel so empty and so tired so this is where we we yeah we swung actually every day from high to low from low to high and also in different paths so sometimes Bob was high and I was low and then the other way around so it was very intense it was a very intense period but also when I look back one of the most deep beautiful wise periods I had in my life because it really brought me so inward and I could I could make connection to Stere to the soul I had in my womb and I never felt something like that I could really dive deep and I I was talking to her and I was meditating with her and I was 
asking her all these kind of questions like, okay, what if we don't choose for you? What if we choose that we terminate the pregnancy? And always her answer was, yeah, well, then it's your choice, mama. Then it's okay. Then I'm not coming. And it was so, it was always so easy when I talked to her. It was so like that, that I'm like, okay, why do we make it so difficult? Because for her, it's so easy. And I actually felt in that time that Sterre, she, because she's still here with me every day, I also feel she's part of our family and she's especially part of me because she is the one who is always reminding me of, of me choosing for myself. So actually after two weeks, Bob and me, we went to a sweat lodge together and we were like, okay, let's, let's dive in the sweat lodge together and at the end of it we'll we'll make a choice and we both went deep in that sweat lodge in our own individual process and we came out and we both looked at each other and we felt we're gonna terminate the pregnancy we're gonna we're gonna go with the three of us uh, just for now and it was very beautiful that we had the same experience because I, I can also imagine that that's not for everyone or that's that if one partner really wants to keep the child and the other don't don't doesn't but for us, we really were in the same path. And for me, it was so clear that I felt that it was time to be my own mother again. So that's also why I'm so touched about your work and the way you inspire women and talk to women about yeah, taking care of their own life and taking care of themselves. This was for me the biggest point where I could feel I can choose for me because if I choose for me, I will choose for my my children, I will choose for my partner. I will choose for the, my future children, maybe. And and this this is why I still I have never ever regretted this choice because I still feel this was this was the choice where I um, I put myself in this goddess and I could really sense this is very important right now because Terra maybe maybe Terra is not here to come through to this earth. Maybe she's here to guide me to show me that I have choices, that I can put myself first. And this is still up to today. She is my guide. And I still ask her uh, questions if I feel lost or if I don't know what to do. She's there for me. So, yeah. Wow, Elina. <laughs> <laughs> what a story, yeah? <laughs> what a story. But the way you explain it and share it is so magical and so inspiring and uh, you know uh, i i'm just i ran out of questions i'm <laughs> i'm ready to wrap it up no 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 yeah without joking no it's so beautiful mm. and how you are so in touch with these different parts in you and the way you describe that you you wrote all of the waves that were coming towards you in that period of deciding and not mm -hmm. just you, but also with your partner. And then I just try to imagine how you connect with that. Well, yeah, if, if you are both on, on different waves and how do you connect when one is up and one is down or left or right or yes or no. Mm -hmm. But you sound, you sound so aligned and enlightened. Yeah, yeah. Was there, was there, there was, there was no doubt. There was no doubt. There, there, these two weeks before the sweat lodge, there was these. But actually, we also, awesome. we, yeah, we decided to also not choose in those weeks. That was actually, mm -hmm. I think, a, a big, 
gift to ourselves because we we allowed all the feelings because it's not a a choice you make like in one day just like all the big important choices like a, a new job or moving or you know there are so many big choices in our lives where we need to sleep through it we need to feel it we need to experience it and for us i think it was very important to really feel all the feels and to really feel all the waves and to allow ourselves to be totally confused and we also uh, shared it with a lot of our loved ones around us which was also so important for me because we we got ourselves carried we we had people who were holding us in this tough decision and also people who find our decision very hard and because it's a very sensitive subject and mm -hmm. You know, there are there are moms maybe listening to this podcast or there are women who made desire for a baby for so long and or cannot get pregnant. And it, yeah, it's so it's it's very yeah, it's very sensitive to to everyone. Yeah, and it's one of the things that I want to talk to you about. Um, but let me let me go back a little bit to that feeling of of what you say so beautiful that you decided that you wouldn't make a choice yet so that you were not going to decide in this certain period did you sort of set a timer for let's not decide in the coming two weeks or did you just set let's not decide for now and go with the flow how did you go about that period of the waves and the ups and downs yeah i think we we already had planned at sweat lodge before we knew i was pregnant this time it was like this two weeks we had we talked to people we also talked to friends of mine who had an abortion we talked to friends of us who also got pregnant and and didn't expect it or didn't plan it and and they went through with the pregnancy so we had all these beautiful conversations with people around us and and then after one conversation we were like yes we're going through with it and then through the other conversation we're like no we're not so it was also important for us i think to get all this information and to uh, yeah, I think it was really go with the flow and then and then realizing that we had this beautiful ceremony ahead of us, but where it felt like this should be the moment, the weekend where we are really with the two of us and where we get the chance to dive deep and also to trust that that the answer will come. Mm. So that that was, I think, yeah. So we had a, a kind of a, a frame where where this sweat lodge was like this magical point of view, like, okay, when we're there, we're going to feel really deeply what we need right now. And in the time in front of it, we really were allowing ourselves to be pregnant and not knowing what to do. Yeah. 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 And that's beautiful. Uh, when, because maybe I was misusing the word doubt when I just sort of concluded or asked, um, uh, was there no doubt or it feels as if there wasn't doubt. But uh, to me, I, I use this word when, so when you do not decide, you're also not doubting. For me, that's not the same because doubt comes up when you feel you have to decide and you don't know. Yeah. But it seems as if you you allowed yourself and the both of you to decide later on, uh, which then, yeah, it made you go left, right, up, down, yes and no, but it did, didn't feel as doubt or I wouldn't label it as doubt because you didn't have to decide in that moment yet. Yeah, I then, agree. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. So then, then you had the sweat lodge, and yeah, it sounds beautiful that the both of you had a similar feel, or not similar, the same uh, feeling and wish, desire um, to 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 put yourselves first and to put your health first, maybe as well. Yeah. And it's beautiful how you describe that. 
that Stella is here and you that she's your guide. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm just really amazed. <laughs> and then also you made this beautiful bridge to how is it to communicate with others around this topic? Because as you explained, yes, there are women who are trying to get pregnant and may not uh, get pregnant as easily as you did. And you don't want to hurt others, but still you want to honor your own feelings. How how was it you because you were going to that subject of communicating with others around this topic and your choice? How how did you go about it and what did you see and find in others? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the most important thing for me was I really felt at that time that I was also I wanted to receive love. So I really felt I need I don't want to do this alone with my partner. I really, I need my mom. I need my friends and I need as much love as I can get because I feel so much pain also because it was such a painful choice that I had to make actually. And I think also for one of the first times in my life, I could really also feel that that I I could ask for love. I could ask for help. I could ask to, you know, for, for bedding around us even though it was so hard because I knew people had their opinions about this topic or I knew that some people would never make the same choice. For my mom, for example, she had, she had a bit of yeah, rough time around this, but I also know, knew that she would be there for me. And this was actually so beautiful to, to realize that it, it brought up conversations with people also like, people would share with me, wow, this is hard for me to hear, but it's my pain. I can really feel it's something inside of me. What can I do for you? Or how can I be there for you? Or I really want to support you. And this was mind blowing because it really, this is where it's all about for me. Like people are allowed to get hurt by this story. You know, it's, it, it can touch something that is really painful inside of someone's own story or his own wishes or desire. And, and I want to make space for that because it's so allowed to be there. And I really hope that my story is, you know, it's so from me. It's so, it's so authentic. It's really my choice. And I would never expect someone else to do the same or, you know, I would never, uh, my, yeah, my story is mine and your story is yours and we cannot, we cannot swap. It's really who we are. It's so to mention this. Because if I'm if I'm allowed to make a little bridge and then I'm I'm coming back to you because I'm also curious to hear about your uh, what it did to your mother and how you uh, dealt with that. If I think of the program, am I a mother? Uh, at first, I wanted it, I thought it had to be a place for women who were like me or in my situation. So uh, women who were single but with a big child wish or the wish to become a mother because then it would be safe because the feeling of we're, we're all in this together. And then I decided and felt I, for me, it's really, really important to be able to connect with other wishes and desires and differences because I thrive on diversity in every, in every sense of the word. So yeah. then I decided, and I, and I was a little bit afraid of people judging or feeling hurt if you're in a group together and someone really wants to have a child and the other one really wants to stay child-free, yeah. how can you connect on that? And I think feel in every in every cell of my body that this is the journey that we have to go to to have space for everyone's choices to communicate it about it respectfully but also to own our own pains 
our own yeah. sadness, our own joy, or your pain doesn't have to make me feel pain as well. I feel, I can feel pain for you, but it can still, I can still be in my own joy. So yeah. as you are explaining this, I'm just thinking of this, how, how I wanted am I a mother to be? And then finally I, I was brave enough <laughs> and, and aligned enough to decide that it, that it's for everyone in any kind of choice or situation or desire. And I'm also seeing now how it works beautifully and how it is a safe space to learn, to practice, to stand up for your own desire without feeling you are hurting someone else. Because I think this choice for motherhood or a choice for an abortion is also you don't have to please anyone's need, not not what society, society thinks or what your friends have been through. If your friends have difficulties becoming pregnant, it's not the reason why you should not be able to yeah. <laughs> end a pregnancy if that's better for your health. So yeah, so that, that was just a link that I felt that it's beautiful in how you're explaining it. Thank you so much. Yeah, and also important that you mention it because for you, this is also, I think, such a big step and for every one of us to realize that our own pain is not the pain of the other. And that also because, you know, I found you also such an amazing woman and the work you do, I'm amazed and I, I'm always sending you like, oh my God, you're doing so great work. And, and this is cool because I think our souls are then connected and we have totally different journeys. And I could also be like, oh, Anna-Marie wants to be a mom and I am a mom and oh, I, I maybe should not give her a compliment because she might get, you know, I would, I would totally get in like this vibe of thoughts that are so not the point and are so not, they don't matter and they, they're probably not even true. And I think we women have the tendency to go there and to feel in for the other woman and like we want to hide our own issues because it might cause the other one pain and it, yeah this is exactly what you just now describing this is the work we need to do we need to share our vulnerability we need to share our pains because we can still be amazing thriving together even though we have such different paths you know it's it's actually what makes life more interesting for me definitely i'm i'm all for this yeah yeah for the way you are explaining it yeah Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, this is the journey that I feel that this whole life is about. Yeah. Yeah. Then, okay, let's, yeah, great. Let's go back to your mother, because this this relationship with mothers and daughters and, and grandchildren, I, I feel it's an, a, sometimes a sensitive one. I don't know about your relationship with your mother, but could you say something about, uh, you said, so you were pregnant and you had honest conversations with her about it, and it was a little bit hard for her that you chose or were choosing to or decided to end your pregnancy yeah can you say yeah. something about that definitely yeah yeah so so she was one of the ones in our family and friends that that she would not uh, would have made the same choice and this is regardless of you know her generation of where she's coming from this is, was her her reality and her her heart was really speaking from that like this is if it happened to me I would keep the child and you know she also saw how loving me and Bob are together you know we, we have this very warm nest this was actually one of the biggest reasons we found it so hard to make this choice because we kn knew that we were capable of carrying a child in a very loving nest which so many people are did not experience in their their youth but it was so beautiful to really also 
because I think I, I can I, I understand what you say with sensitive sensitivity between mothers and daughters because you also feel each other's pain I think a lot and you you want to my mom always she always um, says to me and my sister like I don't want you to have pain this is she really wants to hold us from the pain which is actually not possible and I also don't want her to do that but now I am a mom, I can really understand her better, like where this feeling is coming from. It's also such from a good heart. It's her wishing the best for us. So this was really about her expectations and the way she looks at life. And then her loving daughter, who she loves so much, making a choice that's so different from her own yeah, reality, her own truth, her own path, actually. So yeah, this is confrontating in so many ways for her for me because I'm not the the perfect daughter for her in this, this kind of way and and she have yeah she has has to deal with a daughter who making different choices than she would make but these words yeah. you're not the perfect daughter are those your words or hers mine of course <laughs> I think she would definitely disagree <laughs> <laughs> I think so too if I yeah. hear you talking about your mother but so yeah. that was your fear showing yeah. up yeah definitely I could also feel pain and, and anxiety of like oh what if uh what if my my mom thinks I'm a bad person by doing this and even though I knew because my mom and I worked already through a lot of things and we have a beautiful relationship also by doing a lot of work together and separately I knew the unconditional love was there but it it was a tough this is you know it's not always happy oh mom daughter let's have fun you know this was a tough topic that we also were allowed to discuss and to to handle together um, and now in the end you know I think it's beautiful because she was really there also for me during that day she also had her own process and her own pain her own sadness she made a little ring for Stere also. So she, she really has her own process in that. My dad actually also, every morning, he still lights up a candle for Stere, but not only for Stere, he always says for all the lost souls in the world. And it's so magical to me, like this opened up even a more deeper relationship with me and my, my parents and my parents who could be there for me and I could really be their child was actually amazing to experience in this pain actually yeah wow it's beautiful yeah I'm wondering you you seem to talk about it so easily and as if it was yeah you're sharing the that it's difficult and still you're maybe it's because of your energy it's still so light so it feels it feels light to me but let's say someone is in this position of being pregnant or having needing to have a very difficult conversation with their parents with her parents or maybe more specifically a mother when choices are not or when uh, the views or are different so yeah. how you had it with your mother is there a specific tip or a specific encouragement or anything that you would like to give someone who is in this situation right now yeah, most of all, first of all, dive inwards. So I think my tendency is to, <laughs> I'm, I'm a very expressive person. And also when I look back, I'm like, mm, did I overshare it sometimes? Like I, I, I did not tell it to everyone, but I told it to a lot of people. And I'm, I also don't regret that. But I think looking back now, where I am now, I'm like, okay, I, I think my, I might be more sensitive about 
it's why because of you or because of them no because of me because in that time I was so busy with myself and I was like I need love I need love I need love I share this and I want to receive love and I think right now I really would tune in with myself more and I could really I think I could send more like okay with these persons I'm going to talk about it and here I'm not going to talk about it I think I would make a different like yeah weighing it differently as in then, more intentional that, that, that you choose the people more intentional yeah I think so and also sent more being more sensitive in is it appropriate is it is it um well I I still I have no regrets yeah because I no, also think no. sometimes you you don't need to be appropriate sometimes you just need to be you know you and just blur blurb everything out and you will get reactions from that but I think right now I would be even stronger than I was back then. And I could really feel like, okay, when I share it right now, it would not give me something. I have more subtle subtleness right now where I can feel where it helped me and the other, where I can really serve a conversation instead of just sharing and just hoping for some reaction. Mm -hmm. That's this actually a big, big yeah. difference to me. Yeah. 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 So your advice would be to, to dive within that, that mainly. Yeah. Uh, and to that, yeah, really feel within yourself, like you probably will feel with, with, with which persons come up, like, okay, I really want, I can talk to these persons and these are the persons I need right now. So sometimes it's maybe one. I can imagine when you're in this situation, for, luckily for me, I have a lot of people who, who are very open-minded about this and who are, I know I, I, they would not judge me, even though they would have made other decisions. But I know there are women who, who might, you know, uh, feel very alone or maybe don't even know who they want to talk to. But I think there's always one. There will always be one person somewhere in your life. Maybe it's something, someone you don't even know so well, or mm -hmm. it's maybe, you know, a little bit farther away from you. But it would be so beautiful to really feel, even if it doesn't make any sense, like, who do I want to share this with? Yeah. So what you're saying is don't think about who you want to share this with the one that would make sense let's say your best friend or your mom or whoever but really feel and then listen to the voice definitely the voice. and when it doesn't make sense still listen to that intuition or that instinct that comes up yeah definitely this is yeah you 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 framed it very beautifully that's that's it yeah yeah and then and then still you decided to talk to your mother about it and she had a different view or a different wish do you have a specific tip to have that conversation when it's so opposite or when it's so painful maybe yeah I think and I don't even know if I did that but I think it's so important to ask your mom or the person you're asking it to like what I really need from you right now is just to hold me or just to listen to me just so really to express your the thing you need because mostly in these conversations you can go in these kind of roles where you're getting this oh and so and the, then you're talking to each other but you really feel we're not very connected or we're we're in this arguing or we're in this doubt or then it doesn't align and if you just express I really need someone who's holding me right now I really need to cry in your arms or I really just need you to listen and not say anything If you can express that, then the other one can say, okay, I can do that for you. Or she or he might say, I don't know if I can do that. Maybe you should talk to someone else. And this is something I, I, I also learn now to, to express that more because it really helps you 
in getting what you need and also give the other one the chance of feeling am i the right person right now to to give this to you yes because he or she is also very allowed to to not be ready for that because of their pain or their story or yeah 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 that's beautiful Mm. wow i love talking to you like this <laughs> i love it me too and it's beautiful because the words uh, come out very easily but also that's also your doing because because of the questions and because of the the energy so i'm very thankful to, to keep it flowing like this yeah so nice then let's let's go let's go forward from this because uh, when we were preparing this of course we prepare a little to, to the ones who are listening uh, yes the, most of it is just flowing because we 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 talk about what comes to the table and check in with the with what's behind the story that someone's telling but we also did a little preparation in why is it such an important topic for you to share and when we were talking before the podcast, you said it in, in Dutch to me, which is our, well, everyone can hear probably <laughs> that it's our <laughs> uh, mother uh, mother language. You said it's so beautiful what the lesson is that you would like to, no, it's not even a lesson because it's not like, like I'm teaching you how to, but the, 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 what this experience gifted you and what you want to share with others. Yeah. So, the story of you choosing to end a pregnancy, what does it gift you? Yeah, yeah, the, the, that was so beautiful when you asked me, like the, the core thing that I got out of all of this for me was to, to really feel so okay and allowed that, that I deserve to choose for myself, that it was so okay to feel, yeah, it was so okay for me to feel, to put myself first, and this is, I think I've never, ever felt that before in this depth, because this, yeah, this is, this is, you know, so big, you choose life, you know, you choose uh, a life. My, I choose for my life. I choose for my health, for my body, for can, you know, that the questions I ask myself, who do I want to carry right now? And I really wanted to carry myself. And I felt that I was allowed to choose for that. And this is something I really, really, really wish that every woman feels sometimes in her life, because I think we, we are, yeah, we are sometimes brainwashed in so many ways where we feel that we need to carry each other and others. And we can only do that if we really feel with ourselves, are we, are we there? Are we strong enough to carry someone else? Not even your own baby, but also a neighbor or a friend or, or your mom or your sister. And, and therefore, we need to dive in and really look inside of our hearts and feel where do we, where are we choosing from, from which place? And we, we are allowed to choose for ourselves. Yeah. We are. We are. <laughs> beautiful. And it's, it's beautiful how you say it, that it's brainwashed to carry others, mainly us as women. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And, and this period showed you more than any other period in your life, how you are allowed to choose for you. Yeah. And maybe break also with this, with the kind of pattern where you always put someone else first or something else, or, you know, and I still, I'm not a saint. I still, these topics and themes are still big parts of my life. I, 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 I'm right now I'm still in, in a storm where 
I, I constantly get back to this decision of, okay, what do I want? What do I need to decide for my own health so I can thrive, so I can do what I, I'm best doing, shining lights. I need to choose for myself in so many ways. So it, 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 this is what I find always so funny because these stories sound so beautiful, but it's not that I found the, the on switch and I can always oh, do it right now. It's, it's the same with what we started with when you had your eating disorder, you wanted this medicine, this pill that would fix all your problems. Like there was no like dance did, did help you, but didn't fix it like as in forever making this very strong and empowered choice that you made for yourself is still not a guarantee that you that from then on you will never get into the situation that you sort of get tempted to put others needs first Definitely. so again there was no medicine no no magic pill that yeah. <laughs> no and it's and exactly this you describe it very beautifully because it's it's really about that right now i really feel yes it's constantly this invitation to go inwards and to feel what is important right now for me and sometimes that is helping the neighbor or helping your best friend you know it's it, the, the answers are always different in every phase of your life i think but it's so important to to have this search to 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 dive inwards and to uh, to stand still with your own needs also i think this is a very important thing that we often forget to to bring in our decision making mm. yeah yeah and this is why we're doing this because we need to also i think this is what we are doing you and with your work and your life and human being and and me in, in my business it's really about bringing each other to the next level and a higher level and that's 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 all where, where, what this is about and, the, and therefore we need to go deep and we need to to experience pain and we need to experience tough paths and challenges and share it like you also so beautifully do, do you know share also these these tough things that that come on your way and on your path that makes you the the, the person you are right now yeah I love it. It's just beautiful. I feel I can talk to you for hours. Me and, too. We're um, going to do that offline. We're gonna uh, yeah, that. we're going to do that. <laughs> offline. Maybe just one last question. Three months ago, you gave birth to your third child, your second son. Yeah. Was it in any way weird, painful, difficult? I don't know which word to put to it, but how, how was that for you? Yeah, beautiful question. No, it was actually one big healing experience. I think towards the birth of Sami, because we did not even know if we wanted to have another child, but we really felt after Stara like this, this, this desire. Also, again, Bob and me both, we felt, oh, wow, I think we really want to conceive another child someday in our life. And, and Sami is here right now. And I've processed a lot during the pregnancy and also still tuning in with Stara a lot. And I also mix them up sometimes during the pregnancy when I thought, oh, maybe I'm pregnant with Stara again. But it's, I really feel it's not. I really feel, yeah, Sami is a, for me a different soul, a different energy. But no, she was there during the birth. She was there encouraging me. <laughs> she was... When I had, when I found it tough, it was actually the most beautiful birth I, I could ever dreamt of. It was actually my dream birth. So for me, this was also part, also part of our story to, to have Sami here right now and to, 
be with the four of us now here on earth and Sterre is a part of that so it was actually one healing process for me yeah that's the word maybe yeah yeah wow that's beautiful thank you so much for sharing all of this I thank just you. wrote down that I would love at some point in the future also talk to you about what you are experiencing postpartum one reason is that I know nothing about it and I will never know because I will not have my own children and yeah. the way you I love how you put things to words so I would like to I would love to learn more about it and I feel you share such beautiful lessons so I would also really love for others to to listen to that and then third reason there might be women listening to this podcast who are uh, maybe in doubt because they are afraid of what will happen after I have a child. Um, yeah. So it might be inspiring for them to choose either left or right, up, down, yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would love to do that with you at some point in the future. Yeah, it's funny because I was just feeling like we need to do more of this. We need to we need to <laughs> recording more episodes. This is a very shared feeling. I would love to uh, to uh, to talk to you again soon. Also offline, but also for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to wrap it up for now. Dear Elina, thank you so much for all the beautiful lessons you shared with me and with us so far. I feel you really, really, really and truly shine your light in such a beautiful way and in different ways. Mm. Um, I feel that people will probably sense your energy through your voice, even though I'm also looking at you right now through the Zoom call that we are in. But I really hope for others to, uh, to, to, to feel your smile and your energy through your voice. I'm so looking forward to doing this again with you. If there is a way that people from the Netherlands who are listening to this, if they want to find you or connect you, um, are they allowed to connect with you in some way? No, no, <laughs> no, I don't like people in real life. <laughs> no, they definitely are allowed to connect with me. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still postpartum. So I'm very slowly uh, crawling out of my, my little family cave. But yeah. you can find me on Instagram on Elina Dava or Elina Karstens. And I also had a website, but it's off the air. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming back into okay. the, the real world. But on Instagram, you can find me on Elina Dava and you can always uh, send me a message. Yeah, so three months postpartum, we are talking on the 3rd of March, because I'm not sure when to post yeah. soon, but I'm not sure when. So that's nice to take into account. I will put the details in the description in this episode as well. So Perfect. people can find you. And thank you so much for sharing everything that you did today and every other moment that you have on this earth or somewhere in, I don't know, in the universe. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Mwah. Big hug for you. This was the conversation I had with Elina. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love to hear from you. If you want to like this podcast or follow it, subscribe, all of those things, you know how it works. It would mean the world to me if you want to rate it, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Elina. Thank you so much for listening and I will meet you in the next one.